You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi there, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm coming back to England and I'm speaking to a fantastic artist called Stevie Daniels. Hi Stevie. How you doing, Dom? You alright, mate? I'm good, sir. How, how are you? Yeah, I'm sweet, mate. Sweet. All good. What have you been up to? Um, today was my sort of day off, really, so I haven't really done much. It's just sort of lazed around, jammed on the guitar a bit. Um, recently wrote some songs, so I've been sort of going through them, just seeing what I like with them. Oh, yeah. Then uh, the best part of the day, I took a nap, so that was about two hours. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, I haven't really awesome. done much. There's not a lot to talk about today, to be fair. <laughs> what, would, what would your normal day be like? Yeah, you know, normal day. Stuff. Yeah. So um, so I do work full time. So um, I work in a call centre. So I'll be working sort of the same sort of eight hours a day. So my normal day is just work after work. I mean, nowadays it would just be afterwards. I'm just on the guitar, maybe a bit of FIFA, just the normal everyday stuff. Really, there's not much to be doing, is there? What um, yeah. what console are you? Xbox or PS? Uh, I'm Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. By yourself. Are you on anything? Uh, I've got a PS4, but I've not been on right. it in ages. Maybe that means you should get an Xbox then and we can start a little FIFA tournament going or something. You see, I used to, I was brought up with Xboxes and, you know, when mm-hmm. it was the original Xbox and then Xbox 360 and then when it all went to like a compact 360. Yeah. But when I moved out of the parents and I got my own place and I just, I thought, you know what, I want to try a PS4 because everybody was always raving that PS4s are better and they do this mm. and they do that and yeah, I've barely played it i've got all like i think yeah i'm not a massive gamer sort of thing so for me it was just i like the xbox controller it just fit in my hand nicely so yeah you can buy the same games anyway pretty much and i don't play a lot of games it would just be yeah fifa the main one but well well i always used to play like fifa or cod so yeah you know especially the world war ii one the uh mm-hmm. yeah that, that's where i always ended up you know just chilling with but then obviously yeah. with like the podcast and stuff i just not had time at all <laughs> What's it been like then? Obviously, you've just brought down, brought out your new song in September, Down by the River? Yep, towards the end of September, yep, Down by the River. What's it been like for you since, well, obviously we'll go into a bit more detail about it, but what's it mm-hmm. been like since you released it? Um, I mean, I don't really know, to be fair, because I just sort of just, just do things and I don't really get hyped about it too much, but I don't know, like... I don't really know what to say to that. I mean, it's been good. People sort of saying stuff, sort of like the feedback people give and everything like that's nice. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know really how I feel about it. It's just, I've got a song out there. That's all it is really, isn't it? There's more to come. <laughs> so I've got your Facebook profile right here mm-hmm. in front of me. And it's Stevie yeah. Daniels and the Whiskey Riders. Mm-hmm. Is is the Whiskey Riders like your band or? So, yes, I mean, how, how it all started kind of thing. I mean, so the Whiskey Riders themselves, that's still rule over the place, if you know what I mean. So it, it will get there at one point. But um, it was basically, yeah, so they're like a group of mates. And, like started off just me and one mate. We was just sort of jamming together, just playing guitar. He sort of made a few jokes like, oh, let's start a band, let's start a band. And I was always like, no, nah, I can't, mate. You're the first person who's seen me play a guitar kind of thing. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, he, he was like, went on for that for about, I don't know, four or five weeks or so. And um, then he sort of said he's got a bass player kind of thing. So then he showed up one time. So then it was just the three of us sort of thing. So, um, uh, yeah, we just started jamming with that. And then we sort of thought, like, if we do it, what would we be called? Couldn't think of a name. Um, 
And then, like, the lads, they're quite cool. They don't want a lot of credit. Like, I don't know what it is with them, but they just like to play music. So it's just like, yeah. So they sort of, like, um, basically just sort of said, should we do it at Stevie Daniels? Just, like, by myself. And then they'll just be the band who just play with the music in the studio and et cetera. Yeah. But then I sort of said, but no, I want you to sort of have something as well kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, in country, you get a lot of people, bands who have your name and then, the band afterwards so yeah. we sort of did it like we'll do it as my name and something something um so that way if i go solo doing stuff people still know who i am and if we do stuff with a band rather than if we just call the whiskey riders and i just show up as a solo person we'll be like who's this geezer do you know what i mean it's like yeah. so if we do it that way that's what we did it um and then it was just three of us to start with yeah so it was just i'll play rhythm uh ed on lead and matt on bass um and then we got hold of a drummer, so that's Bob. Uh, sorry, um, uh, that was Darren. Bob was another guitarist. Um, so then there was like five of us put together with that. Um, then it's like because two of them, they sort of like um, they live out sort of Peterborough kind of thing, so where I'm from. So I don't really get to see them too often now, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then the other two, they're a little bit younger, so they've actually gone off to university now. So it's a bit harder with that as well. So we're all sort of separated with what's going on. Um, but yeah, when the name come about it, um, like, I don't know, we sort of like, we, we spoke about a few names and a few things got chucked about and then we sort of narrowed it down to it was the Whiskey Riders and then we had another name kind of thing. Um, and at the end of it, I just said to them, look, these are the two names kind of thing, what do you boys sort of say? They led towards more the Whiskey Riders. I mean, we all like whiskey, we've all sort of like had a bit of drink and all of that lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, as, as we do. Yeah, and it's just like, it just went from there sort of thing. So, yeah, but um, so the sort of the stuff um, I've recorded at the moment, so that's obviously, it's, it's all original material, but um, that's not with the Whiskey Riders playing its kind of thing. That's um, with uh, Andy Hughes. Um, so he produced it, he mastered it, all the sessions on it. He played like the lead guitar, bass, drums. He's just like a musical man, if you know what I mean. He can do everything. Like, <laughs> um but yeah, so so the, obviously with that, I'm thinking this is like solo at the moment, get my name out there, sort of do it that way. But it's also once like we get everything together with the Whiskey Riders, there's, there's that album to come, like so when we can play it together. And then, so yeah, so it's something to come in the future. But I don't want to really drop the Whiskey Riders name at the moment from like the Facebook page, for example, because it's still, it's better than just your name, I reckon. Like having it as that, you stand out more as like a music band kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just... I'll just say, do what I want to do, really. So go on then. What was the other band name? The other that you one. Um, oh, we had a, quite a lot of lists, but I'll, I'll, I basically from the list I narrowed it to two, and then I was I was happy with either like either of them, and then yeah. I just gave it their choice. So we had um yeah the Whiskey Riders, but we did it with a Z because I think there is another band with like the normal way Whiskey Riders kind of thing. So we just did it as that. But um, and the other one was uh, the Smoky Bar Bandits we had. So oh, that's good. Yeah, so maybe that could be like an album name or something like that, or a song, I don't know, yeah. But that is... Maybe I might have to get another band as well and we can change it up and don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Now, what was it that actually got you into country music? Well, it's like Americana, um, kind of. I, I, I don't, it's, it's hard to answer, really. I mean, I feel like it just, it's just naturally, like, I just went with it, if you know what I mean. It just felt right. Um, so I've always, with music, it's been... 
all genres are like you can go from if you look at a playlist you can go from anything from like oh, yeah. sort of you can obviously uh, predominantly it's all like country you know from blues and stuff like that but I can, I can listen to Motown a bit of rock you can go from a bit of like pop music sometimes very little pop music but <laughs> like all like 90s boy band stuff like that it's like it all depends on where what mood I'm in sort of thing but um it was really I think when I started playing the guitar that's when it country like felt I don't know how it happened it was just like I was trying other sort of like the typical stuff people play Oasis you you do all the normal type of songs you try to do an Ed Sheeran song all of this slot but it just didn't feel right for me like I was trying to play it along and all of this slot trying to maybe sing it couldn't really do it and then it was just country you don't have to be like the best singer in the world to be a country singer in all fairness like you can just as long as you can sort of just hold a tune a little bit or kind of thing and it's and the songs itself like the way sort of they're just like put together and I don't know it's just I don't know it just felt right with country and all the, the subjects that sort of talk about the topics and everything just sort of the way my life has gone throughout the sort of 30 years anyway just sort of like yeah just fit felt 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 right I mean like you say there you know you don't really need to hold a tune just as long as you've got that if you've got that voice for it and you do I mean down by the river is just it's so catchy you know the whole even just lyrically it's so catchy you know where you can't you kind of like repeat the same phrase throughout each mm-hmm. verse and then you do another phrase, so another phrase. Is, it was kind of um originally when i sort of was started writing that and playing it i was more thinking it's more of like a bluegrassy type of it had a banjo if it went with that sort of vibe of it but um so maybe we can do different versions of it but yeah it was just like that's how it is and when you sort of listen to sort of bluegrass music sometimes it can just be just repeating sort of the same stuff because i don't know it's just i don't really think too much sometimes about a song i just let it happen like yeah. someone says like what's it about and I'm just like, i don't know like i literally sometimes it's like a freestyle i've done the whole song from start to finish and then i write i just say the whole same thing again and it's like yeah i'll just leave it happy with it that's but another time, I sat there and sort of just thought about I'm going to do this with a song. But that's what yeah. it's about, though, isn't it? You know, you've got to be able to just let it all out. And yeah, I mean, you look at the lyrics and it's talking about the well. The first bit's talking about a man. Yeah. And then obviously that man's a boy. <clears throat> and fishing. Do you fish? You I do. Yeah. What's it like around where you are for fishing? I mean, I've got a couple um, of lakes around where I am, so it's not too Yeah, bad. we've got we've got quite a lot of lakes, and like we've got like the River Neen sort of like close to us and stuff like that as well. Um, but yeah, we sort of like, me, my dad, my brother as well, that's like, we've always just like a family fishing. We've done it since like, uh, since I can remember, about like four or five years old, like catching little gudgeons about this big, like grinning my teeth off, like in a little photo <laughs> and stuff with it. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, we've always sort of fished, but yeah, we've got some good lakes, like um, some big carp lakes. That's what we're sort of going to at the moment. Um, we used to sort of more pleasure fish. We like just sort of just go for the day out, like we're outside on the lake by the river, whatever like that. You're just enjoying it sort of thing. But then as we sort of got older, the last few years, um, just sort of, yeah, we started night fishing a bit more and then went for like the bigger carp. Um, and then I think I did hold, no, first my dad had the record. Like he had that for a good since like the 90s or something like that. Um, and then I think I beat that a couple of years back. I think it was about twenty-three pound or twenty-two pound ghost carper caught. Oh, crap. Um, and then yeah, that was like four a.m. in the morning, so I was asleep in the tent, and it's just like beep 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 the alarm going off and everything like that. You're just running out, you don't know what's going on, but <laughs> yeah, and then so you got a fish on the line. But yeah, that was good. Um, 
and then I think my brother then he sort of got a bit like sort of like pissed off with it like I had the record kind of thing so then he just started like night fishing a lot more he got like fucking really into it and then yeah he's probably caught I don't know what fish he's but he's took the record now and he's took it about four or five times I think so yeah yeah Oh, I haven't been in a while though, but I've not done night fishing before. I've yeah, it's good, different experience, completely different. I mean, it takes some it takes some. I mean, I love camping. You know, mm-hmm. I've, ne- I've never thought to you know actually go by you know, whether it's a river or a lake around here. Yeah, and, you know, just hook up a hook up a line and just let it flow. I mean, it's more yeah. I mean, when you're going for like a day day ticket fishing, that's more you just want to be catching fish, kind of thing. You want yeah. to sort of do you know what I mean? You want to be active with it. But I think when you're night fishing, it's more. You're, you're like laying a trap kind of thing and you just want not like to kill it obviously but uh, you're laying a trap to catch it but it's just like you're doing everything right just to get that one big fish kind of thing like rather than just being in day, like in and out all day kind of thing yeah um, it is good it's like rewarding as well I mean sometimes with, with fish and like we don't catch anything and it kind of like it pisses you off because you just like, spent the money you sat there all the time but for, for someone like me I enjoy the outdoors anyway so it's just like I'm fine like if I don't catch a fish I'm, I'm happy do you know what I mean like yeah I- so, I remember going up to a lake up in um, near Kendall in Lake District, and mm-hmm. we um, we went to a lake, paid all day passes, and you know got renewed rod licenses and all that crap. And we went to this lake, and it was like, okay, then we'll we'll set up camp here. You know, we'll cast a few lines, add a couple of beers, and we didn't catch anything all day. I remember buying a magazine like a week later, and then it's saying about the amount of stock in each lake. I thought, mm-hmm. all right, then let's have a look at the lake that I was at. Turns out it was below average yield. So right. There was there was all in there to begin with. So if I was to catch something, I'd be lucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes there could be thousands of fish in sort of a lake, but if they don't want to feed, you ain't getting them. So exactly, it can be hard. But then, like we've had at times, like we can't catch them, but they're all like just swimming up right to your feet and everything up to your peg. And, like you feel like you can just grab it with your hands. <laughs> like it won't go for your bait, but yeah. But then some days you're in and out, sort of thing. So. Drekken down by it's the river. Drekken down by the river is almost like a look back at your life. Um, see, with it, I mean, it's got there's, the song itself. It can go so many different kind of ways because it was just literally. As I said, I kind of just go with the song, so all of this just fast happens in your head, kind of thing, as it's going along. So yeah. it, it could be like because I've obviously experienced with fishing and all of this stuff, like. But then I have spent time like down by a river as well. I like doing my outdoors, my camping, my hiking, and all of that lot. So. It could be like my story about when I was down that river. It could be going anyway with it, sort of thing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, like. <laughs> Almost reminds me of like freestyle rapping. Yeah, I think in a way, like, that's how I, maybe my approach is. Cause I did, I did like drum and bass, like that sort of side when I was younger. Um, maybe that's just what I kind of do with it. I don't know. Just let it happen. But I don't know. I always see it as feeling, music feeling. Um, whether it's just playing something on the guitar, like, um, especially like lead guitar, like on the, on the electric, uh, I can, I feel it. It's hard to say. I say it to some people, like when people play certain notes, I can feel that emotion they're doing. And, and then, or if I want to play it, like you can do stuff like that. And then I yeah. think that's what it is. Just, well, it's, yeah, it's just, I feel it, go with it. Well, and that, it happen. Yeah. That, that's the great thing with electric guitars, you know, in particular is because you can change the feel of that mm-hmm. note or that chord or that, pattern in yeah. so many different ways you know just by how hard you strum or you know the yeah. way you strum it whether it's down or up or yeah, whatever bend game. everything on it yeah you know, it's, it's so versatile and it's just so much more like you say emotion mm-hmm. into ind- individual notes you know you could play it play a really happy you know sound i think um i think when i first thought 
like with the electric guitar like I've always sort of like everyone loves lead guitar you hear it but like there was uh, it was John Mayer I think it was at the Michael Jackson Memorial yeah. uh, I don't know if you sort of remember watching that at all but uh, he did like um, just like a the lead on the melody to Human Nature and like yeah. because I, I, I like I'm a Michael Jackson fan kind of thing I like his music but it was sort of like I knew them words to the song I was like he's playing them like fucking words that's what he's doing and like, I, I weren't playing guitar then or doing anything music so it was like proper impressing me sort of thing now so then yeah. sometimes now now I can play a little bit of lead I can play a little bit of melody and I'm thinking yeah you're doing alright mate <laughs> so what was it that made you want yeah. to start guitar then? I don't know like it was it was 2013 basically I was just like I was bored I had nothing to do kind of thing all my holiday was used up with work I've been traveling I've been doing that and it was just like um there was a skeezer I worked with he plays guitars and he was always singing around in the factory and all of this lot and like we just chat some shit sometimes um but I just thought well, I like mentioned it to him I was like you got any guitars for sale and he goes yeah I might have one and he's like do you want one and I was just like yeah maybe like um because now basically without them so i think both my older brothers at one point they like uh, sort of played a little just dabbled with a guitar had one i don't know what went on with this sort of thing but they played little bits so i thought oh, they've tried it like i would sort of they could do it kind of thing see what i could do um yeah when he sold me that guitar it was 20 quid i paid and it was just like a classical sort of spanish guitar and mm-hmm. um, so that was probably the, the, the worst one for me to ever probably buy because i don't know if you've do you, i don't know if you play guitar or if you've come I, across the guitars or a dabble i've got a okay. electroacoustic i have no idea mm-hmm. what brands they are and a right. like a red electric no idea what brand it is. Okay. i think it's just a cheap brand so on the, like um, the the Spanish classical guitars, the fretboards are quite chunkier and a bit bigger. And I, I ain't really got massive hands either, so it's probably harder for me to play with that way. Um, so yeah, I started playing with that, and it was hard to start with. And it was just like because um, I was actually like impressed last night because um, Becky Lawrence and um, Caitlin May they've just recently to actually like um, sort of taught themselves to play the guitar. And they're yeah. like really good, like straight away. Like it took me where they're at. It took me years to get to their kind of thing. Like, yeah. Cause I, 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 it was just, yeah, I had it, had the guitar, like played around with it sort of thing. And just like, couldn't really pick it up. Like in my head, I could hear everything, but I couldn't make it do it on the guitar. And it was just got frustrating. But I think over the years and years and years, you finally, something just clicks. And once it clicks, you just, you can't get enough of it. Then. And I think that's what yeah. basically happened. The, well, that, that's it, exactly, you know, you've got to have that perseverance to keep pushing yourself to learn something. I mean, I mm-hmm. could still be playing guitar now, but because I gave up with it years ago... So, go get it, mate. goes. Nah, I would just keep doing it, keep doing it. Just little bits every day, little bits, little bits. And then once you start playing something and you think that was all right, it kind of motivates you, and then you want to do it again, like, or even just do a little recording of yourself. Because you'll hear yeah. yourself do a little lick, and you're like, oh, hang on. Then you'll go back and do it again. Like, I'm always doing that. I always send, like, um, even though, like, the band, we're not sort of fully together kind of thing, I'm always sending them just little voice things and, like, little, like, some, like, quick guitar licks and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I was jamming away to a, um, a rock backing track <laughs> the other day. Like, I don't really do that, but I was just had my blues and country backing tracks on just so I can get just used to, like, just playing. And then, um, yeah, a rock one came on, so I was like, all right, let's just go for this then. <laughs> well, yeah. you play whatever, you know, your heart says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to follow, you know, even though, we're in this, <coughs> even though we're in this country genre, you know, if you want to play rock music, you can play rock music, you know. Yeah. 
the genre itself now is just so diverse, you know, between country pop and country rock and, you know, like the R&B it's styles. Everything. I mean, country's like, it's like a tree, isn't it? Country's yeah. probably at the top and then you, you can go all different routes with it. But so I, because not many people, I mean, when I like discovered this whole like UK country scene, I was loving it. There's like, more people like me as quality. Because first I thought I was the only person who just liked country. I was like, where are these fucking country fans <laughs> at? Like, yeah. can't find them anywhere. Or you talk to someone, you say like, you like a country song. They're like, what? Like, they don't know what country is or anything like that. Well, They'll talk about the pop country side of stuff. But yeah, um, but yeah um, so I just lost where I was going with that. Where was I going with that one? Uh, well, we're talking about how it's a tree. and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, yeah. So um, so with that country, like, there is, like, so I'll say to people, like, look, it goes, like, there's many sides to what it is. Like, you can get, like, the bluegrass side of country. You can go for, like, the, the sort of the rock side of it. There is so much different, the traditional side you can't just sort of pinpoint into one thing. And then, like, I'll sort of say to people, like, if you think rap music, you can probably get, like, the grime, the hip-hop, like, there's different probably categories in that. And it's the same sort of thing. Exactly. But I always think, I don't know, maybe country, to me, I always think country must have started the music. Like, that's where it, because it's just, like, an instrument and just a person kind of thing. With, like, with rock, for example, you have to put that distortion on, like, to get that sort of sound that's going. Sound, yeah. So with a country, like, you could just do a one string if you wanted to kind of thing and you could get something going. You've seen people playing with spoons and stuff. That's all, to me, music's all one thing. It's just how people just, just do it themselves. Exactly. Their own sound, what they hear. It's how you interpret it. And like I say, with spoons, you know, the great thing with country <clears throat> is it's very much the lyric base. You know, it's how we actually write the songs. Whereas, you know, a lot of other genres like pop, you know, it's more about that melody, you know, how mm-hmm. it sounds. I mean... You know, you can't really see Ariana Grande singing a country song because of the way she sings. Yeah. But, you know, you, ne- you never know. I mean, I'm, I was surprised that Justin Bieber did a country song with Dan and Shay. But, if you can but it is that a country song, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. But then yeah. you got like, I remember having this argument with people at work um, ages ago. And they were like, oh, well, I don't like country. I don't like country. Lady A comes on radio. Now, Lady A's... Theoretically, mm-hmm. it's a country, it's country pop, but it's country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, don't you, you like this song, don't you? Yeah. Well, it's country. You know, it, it's, it's a derivative of country. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. it was just more pop. No, because country goes into so many different branches. There's a lot of, or even if you look back at some pop, I can't probably name some now, but if we Google it, we probably could find it. But there's probably a lot of popular songs people have sang and they go back and they're a country song yeah. and people don't even know that kind of thing and like, oh I've heard that but it's such and such something it's like nah it's a country song like but to me when people say what's country music yeah it is like a thing but to me country music is music a country person makes so it's it's that kind of thing in that genre like you just feel it so country to me is like it's music that's feeling and you just sort of it's no. Everyday stuff you just do, isn't it? Like exactly. I mean, going from what you just said there, you know, you got the Eagles. They're classes, mm-hmm. you know, I'd class them as country rock. Roger Miller, King of the Road. Yeah, that is a country song. Yeah, you know, exactly. All these people know these artists and these bands. And, yeah. Oh, I don't like country. Oh, give mm-hmm. it up. They do. To me, it's but then for me as well. When I started, um, I've always loved music kind of thing, but especially when I started playing guitar and then I started that sort of seeing the different side of the music kind of thing, being as like the artist or just like the songwriter or whatever, it was then I started appreciating a lot of uh, genres so much more. Like, yeah. um, so my, my good mate um, who obviously produced the, the song and he's got a few more songs he's produced for me as well, Andy Hughes, like he 
his main is rock. That's him and that's what he does. So he'll send me songs and like, I'm not a massive fan of rock. I'm sitting there, yeah, I listen to him and I can, I can just like get into it kind of thing. Yeah. So to me, it's just, I appreciate all music, but it's just how it is really, isn't it? Well, that's it. I mean, just because we like country doesn't mean we've just got to like country. I mean, I like Eminem. I like Slipknot. Yeah. I like Guns N' Roses. I like Arctic yeah. Monkeys. I like Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, you don't have to stick in this bubble. You know, it's yeah. not like... It's like the, you hear these radio shows and these other podcasters that really don't like talking about other people's shows. I'll talk about everybody. You know, I've got a show on UKCountryRadio.com, mm-hmm. but I'll still listen to things like Country Hits UK. I'll still listen to our I, Yeah, I think we're that. Like, we're a small little music thing. Like, if you think about even just like England or UK, we're not even like bigger than one of the states in like America. So yeah. We should all just just like sort of stick together with it. It's like name drop every like motherfucker going. It's like get the name going. So obviously, because I didn't really know like how to even find sort of country music in the UK to start with. Like, so I'm not like an idiot, but like obviously that you try to like get into the music. Be like, oh, where are these people? Kind of thing. And then when this lockdown stuff came up, that's when it just opened it up, kind of thing. Because then everyone just yeah. appeared, and I was like, right, these are where they are, and it like, <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it is like even trying to find venues for country music and stuff. It can be difficult, but. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that, that's always the issue as well. I mean, lockdown has been fantastic, you know, in terms of bringing the fan base out and bringing the artists to the fans, mm-hmm. you know, with these live streams and with the whole fan interaction now, because everything is just so online orientated. You know, you've got to have that social media kind of presence to really, if, you're, if you've already got a brand and you're trying to grow that brand, you know, you've got to pummel social media. You know, if you just start... Yeah, I, I struggle with that. I mean, you, you, like, I don't see myself as, like, a face that can be, like... Yeah. Some people have just got it, like, I'm, I'm awkward, I don't know what I'm going to say to you, like... Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm not the best at that, or, like, posting all the time, or always doing the photos, and some people are really good at it, like, you see them all the time, you're like, yeah, but... I mean, I couldn't do it. I mean, I started I started the actual like social media side back in December-ish last year and actually started my first show in February because I had to train myself so much on what right. to post and when to post it and mm-hmm. see what other people are doing and you're keeping an eye on other people's social yeah. media. Well, um, I actually found it, is it Joey Clarkson? I think her name is. I saw a few of her videos she's doing and she'll like just explain to you. I mean... For me, like, I'm a new person to all this, like, music, and I just jumped in the deep end with it sort of thing. So people doing stuff like that, it helps. Like, you don't obviously want, want to copy what they're doing, but it, it sparks something. You're like, oh, okay, right, so you also have to look at it through this way. Like, well, end of the help. day, end of the day, you don't, even if it is copying somebody, if it's working, you know, mm-hmm. if that method works, why not copy it? You know, yeah. why not copy that kind of format? If it's working for somebody, it might work for you. If it doesn't work for you, then mm-hmm. you can just tweak it to how it will suit you. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. I mean, some of, like, even the artists in the, in the scene, they are, like, they're helpful, they're friendly, like, straight up, they're into it. That's, like, you can tell it's a passion for it. Like, um, even, like, with Charlotte, all the stuff she helps me with, like, just didn't sort of, like, go, like, begging or anything. She's just willing to help, if you know what I mean. Like, anything she's just there for, isn't it? So it's all yeah. good. I mean, everyone, man, like, DC Brown, he's a legend, isn't he? Like, oh, fucking he all the shit he's doing, like... He does, like I don't even your podcast it. I've enjoyed as well, though, like... You got yourself, there's the road country, just, just like now I'm loving it. It's like I've got like every day there's something to like tune into or there's something to go on. It is yeah. great, man. I mean, it's, I mean, I look back to like 2015, 2016, and I was trying to look for different radio stations. Mm-hmm. And it was like Chris Country and UK Country, um, Country Hits UK. 
just started up. And I know uh, UKCountryRadio.com's been going for some time now, but it was like you're yeah. trying to find these different stations. And there wasn't that much choice. I mean, there was a couple of podcasts out. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Spracklin from Country Hits, he's had a couple out. But there, was, there wasn't that much. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do my own take on it. And I mean, for me, I think, I don't even know if I started writing, it's probably because I wanted to... I don't know, like, hear the tunes, do you know what I mean? Like, write the tunes that I want to hear kind of thing. Because when I was listening to it, because I probably, when I was like, I realised country music was where it's going, you sort of, you do, you sort of try to get into it. If you just Google or YouTube country music, it's going to be crap. If you, even like, if you look up, like, certain, like, UK certain stuff, it brings up, like, the poppy side. And it's just like, nah, I don't know if that is, like, kind of what country is meant to be. If you're more into, like, the roots kind of country or the classic country or the Americana country, then you've really got to search for it. Whereas, like, pop country seems to be the most readily available. And that's because it sells. And that's always the issue. How did you actually meet Charlotte? Charlotte? Um, she sent me a friend request on Facebook. Oh, yeah. So I was like, right. So I accepted it, looked at like, obviously looked at her page. So I just messaged her then and said, look, what can you do for me, basically? And then yeah. she told me what she can do. That's how we met. <laughs> was yeah. you already established then? Um, what was that? I think I did a couple of live streams. It was maybe June, July sort of time. It was around that sort of time. So, um yeah, it's just she got friend requests from it. So she probably obviously like maybe noticed me through something. I don't know what. And I'll never really ask her. <laughs> but... That'll be an interesting conversation. I'll probably ask her later on tonight. Yeah. But yeah, it's um she sent me your single, you know, back in September. Saying, yeah. Can you send can you do a review of this? And mm-hmm. I just came back from Greece at that point. I was like, Yeah, I'll 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 get something done. And it completely went to the wayside and everything kind of got like held back. So I'm still going to write you a review. It's just a bit delayed. Oh, that's cool. Like, I like, I like sort of reading them in a way, like even like, um, you can have a shitty day or something like that and you can just look back, read a review and just get a little bit like, feel good about yourself. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I mean, you've got every yeah. reason to feel good for yourself. I mean, I requested um, Down, by the, uh, Down by the River today. On- I actually heard it. It was, all right, so I actually do listen to art radio. Just like, it's like, that's like my kitchen radio, sort of keep that sound on all the time in there kind of thing. And I was just like, at first I heard Simon say my name, and I was like, just say my name. So I was in the other room. I went in, and nothing, and I walked back out, and then I heard it again, and the next <laughs> minute I hear the conversation. I was like, oh, go on. So appreciate that, buddy. Thanks no for the request. <laughs> I was going to request it anyhow. Mm-hmm. I, sent, I sent him a message saying, um, oh, can I get Stevie Downs? I've got him in the podcast tonight, but I want to listen to his track again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been. What I tend to do is I tend to put whenever I get a guest on the podcast, I'll mm-hmm. play the music for a week constantly on loop, and it never gets sickening, it never gets tiring, and I love it. And I've been listening to yours for the past week, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's, right. let's hear it on the radio now, and let's see what everybody else says about it. Mm-hmm. And then when Simon said, you know, he loves the way the tracks laid and the way that all the music, you know, instruments come together. Yeah, it does sound phenomenal, especially on the radio. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, <laughs> a lot of it goes to Andy Hughes, though. Like, he he's very good at taking what's in your head and, like, he doesn't, like, need many attempts at it, if you know what I mean. Like, he seems to understand it, what you want. Um, and he's never done country stuff before, so I have to let him know he's done good with that one. He's, um, <laughs> he's certainly started off, you know, on the right track mm-hmm. with it. And so yeah. have you. I mean, your voice really suits, you know, it suits... The way you did that then, you know, down by mm-hmm. the river, you know, a lot of artists, they tend to struggle to find their feet on how they want to sound or how to make themselves sound. 
but you've got yeah. it straight from the bat. I mean, with that the, that higher tone, like for Down by the River, I mean, normally when I, I think majority of my songs are in like a deeper sort of tone. Um, I started off more the deeper side of things. It just, it felt easier to sing. I couldn't sing, like, I'm not saying I'm the best singer, but I was just like sort of just messing about with stuff. And I kind of knew I had like a, a tone of voice, but I couldn't sort of like hold like a note for that long or actually f- sing a full song sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so then I was just doing the deeper versions, but then it's hard sometimes to do certain songs in a deep sort of like voice kind of thing. Um, and then I was trying to do higher tone, higher tone, higher tone. And then eventually I kind of got comfortable at a that sort of, sort of like pitch kind of thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then it's just, I don't know, again, it goes down to feeling and whatever. I, I say what the guitar tells me to do. So if it's telling me to sing something, it's that now I've got the different options to where I want to sing it. So I've even got, like wrote strong songs now where I can sing, back at myself in diff- so I can do the deep versus the, the higher tone if you know what I mean yeah so I'm trying to like change it not like a conversation but I can change it up and to me you might not think it's the same person if you get me I don't know how this is going to work like going but if going from that then you know if you if you can change your key that well do you do you have to do anything like practice before say you're about to perform or uh... about to I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, having a little warm up is always kind of good, like the singing. But because I, I don't know nothing about music, I don't know nothing about singing. Like, <laughs> I literally, like the way I sort of describe it, like probably best like football. If you think I'm like a Sunday league player, just been chucked in the championship. I kind of know football, but I don't know nothing about what the tactics are and the correct way to be doing stuff and all of this. Like, it's just like yeah. I'm just kind of winging it. Really, like I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Well, to be honest, you know, can I remember a couple of years back, um, Harry Redknapp, somebody was giving him chip in back, you know, in the crowd. I think right. it was against, I think it was QPR game. Okay. And it was, a, it was just a random fan that was having a go at him saying, you're doing it all wrong, you're doing it all wrong. He said, all right, then you come down, you're going on. And he got one of the fans on pitch and sort of played again. Really? I think he oh. scored as well. <laughs> I think he actually scored or something. It was crazy, but yeah. It's... I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not saying I know what I'm doing, but that's how it kind of just like how I describe it to people. Like, I don't really know. Even like, I've only just started doing like sort of like the open mics and stuff. I've got quite a list of ones I've done. Like, I kind of smashed out loads. Whatever one was going, I was like, yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot more people experience like. And they deserve a lot more credit and, like, do you know what I mean, success than what I do at the moment. I'm still, I, I class myself as a lower league, isn't it? <laughs> should, I'm learning, I'm learning. You should, I know every, everybody's learning, everybody's got, you know, every day's a school day, but, you know, you shouldn't put yourself that far down. You're really good. I mean, I know this is your debut single, <laughs> but if this, is your, if this is where you're starting from, you've got mm-hmm. some great heights to go. I don't really know what to say to that, buddy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I you mean, really I can't think take a compliment, can you? I mean, I don't know. I think because when I first started doing it as well, it was like, I was like, because I was so like nervous or shy or I don't know what it was, insecure about it. I don't know what the right sort of wording would be. But yeah. um, if I had to sing in front of somebody or play the guitar, I couldn't do it. Just completely freeze, stop, can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then when I got past that a little bit, people would then, their reaction or something like that, or... 
and I would like, look, mate, are you just, like giving me like bullshit? Are you just saying something to be nice to me, kind of thing, or are you being like genuine? Like, and I literally like felt like I had to grab people and like threaten them just to like say, look, are you telling me the truth? <laughs> yeah. Because so I thought they were just sort of saying it, kind of thing. So then I think more confidence I got, the better I sounded. If you know what I mean. Um, oh, yeah. And then it was sort of then I started just like naturally my voice was doing stuff, or I, I would like singing it a different tone or. I could do like something at the end of it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like if I sat with a like a I don't know a singing person or whatever like that, they'd probably they might have meant that me or they might be happy. I don't know what they're going to be doing, but I'm probably not doing anything right. Um, I had a mate once. He does like um, little bits of acting and speaking and stuff, and he was trying to like tell me there's three ways you can sort of project like your throat, your chest, your stomach, and yeah. you're trying to teach me stuff like that. So I've had quite a lot of. Like, I've just been lucky. I think like everyone's just been nice to me. I think that's what it's been everywhere. I've been involved in music. I've just had people around me straight away. They want to like, just give me a few tips. Like, do you know what I mean? I can pick up stuff from them. So it's been, yeah, I've been welcomed into nearly every single music community going really. It's been all quite cool. Quite lucky. Well, what you're saying there, you know, regarding like singing from your throat, your chest, your diaphragm, basically. Um, if you're wanting to do like long periods of singing, you know, you want to avoid the throat singing because you can blow mm -hmm. your vocals easy right. enough. Um, so you want to go, especially for the longer range notes, go from your gut, basically. Yeah, that's but the best way. end of the day, you'll find your own rhythm. You'll find your own sound. And, you know, what's the point in living by other people's rules and then being penned into this kind of, like, bubble where this is how you perform? Yeah. You know, why I, not I think round? with me, for me, yeah, I think I don't think I'll be penned in, hopefully, to anything. I mean, because, um, especially, like, just a few songs we've got recorded at the moment, <clears throat> um, is different mixture kind of thing and it's just going to be then because I've got different ideas I want to do like a traditional go for that proper like just like the sort of like the swaying kind of thing with a two two step traditional sort of country I like all that stuff um, I don't know if you've heard um, much of my live streams or anything like that but Two Wild Horses I don't know if you've heard that but yeah. that sort of like theme with it and I've got a couple more songs which would sort of fit nicely kind of going with like an album like that kind of thing um, but then what I actually will like um, so I'm gonna do. I've decided I'm gonna release an EP. I ain't got a date yet, but I'm gonna release an EP. I was gonna do a big album, but it's gonna be an EP, four songs, and I've got the title for it, which I will announce like on this podcast. So this is like an exclusive for you. Oh, awesome! Um, <clears throat> so the actual yeah. So the EP name um, it's gonna be called the Quick Draw EP. The quick so re reason for that, I mean, Quick Draw it makes sense. Like it's like outlaw gunslinger country kind of yeah. thing. But um, also the meaning of it, sort of like how quick I sort of showed up and just doing it like showed up, learned how to sing, learned how to play a guitar, wrote a song, get it out there. Do you know what I mean? It's quick and everything like that. And a lot of people will always sort of like be saying when you record a music or have you got an album and all this lot. And I always, nah, mate, like, I've got a voice memo recording if you want to hear it <laughs> this way kind of thing. Like I ain't nothing like that. And it's just that seemed to be the first question everyone nearly asked you. It's all of the recording side and it's like, Oh, so you're not a musical person until you hit that sort of level. So yeah. now with that quick draw as well, if someone says it to me, I'm just going to throw it and so it's going to be a quick draw. <laughs> you can have yeah. a little holster full of CDs yeah. just to fling. Yeah, lots of probably like people suing me and stuff like that for getting hit in the head of a CD. But <laughs> you want it? You but yeah, want that's, it that's, the, that's the point. Yeah, that's the sort of thing of it. Like, so yeah, the quick draw EP, that's what it's going to be. I mean... I want to get it out quick as well. I want to be this the start of the year. So we'll yeah. see what goes on with it. Like, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's going to be four songs as well. 
Um, is one of them going to be just, down by the river? No. Oh, so it's, it's down by the river is not on there. So it's four new. Um, now that's all I'll say. Yeah, four four new songs on there. Um, so it's not down by the rivers. That could either sit with another EP album somewhere else, or it could be by itself. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet, but oh. we can time in. But yes, yeah, four four new. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now. When when are you looking at laying down the tracks for them? They're done. Are they all done? Oh. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's left to do, um, I just want to, there's one song I just need to do a bit of slide guitar and just a couple of little bit of licks on it. Oh, yeah. Um, and that, that needs to be mastered uh, and that's it. But yeah, the other three, they're all ready to collide. Might maybe send you one later on. You might get a little sneak peek if you like. Well, if you want, send me the EP itself <laughs> okay. and I'll do you a review. So when you're ready well, to I, announce it all. Yeah. I'll send you the. I'll basically send you a copy of the review, and then I'll post mm-hmm. it when you say yeah. ready. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. For that, mate. Yeah. Sort, sort that out. The quick draw EP. And um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Have you got like mm-hmm. artwork sorted out for it yet? Um, I was sort of like so. This one around me, like Charlotte and Simon, they did a lot for me. We're down by the river, um, and I'm like I'm grateful for everything they sort of did. But like I think. I don't know if I can sort of go down that route again with that support. So what I might do is just maybe do it, maybe do the artwork and then sort of like have a chat with them sort of about the radio and they can, because they know what they're doing on that side. I have no idea what I need to be doing with like, is it without the press releases and you've got who to send it to review? I have no idea. So it's nice that they're there just to sort of do that. But I think with the artwork, I think I might just sort of just get it, a more simple one, sort of just get that done. Um, so I was messed about something last night so that's why I'm sort of going down that route <laughs> but because um, I sent that over to Charlotte yet yeah, to see what she thinks but she hasn't replied back so I don't think she likes it <laughs> <laughs> really? Nah, she's probably busy she's busy but yeah um, yeah artwork I have sort of like yeah had a little dabble with that so have you got any like concepts in mind? Um, what's the artwork you mean or artwork. what the songs are kind of thing oh you well you've got the concepts already down for these songs but yeah <laughs> the artwork itself what kind of like imagery are you looking at for because obviously when um, you're down by the river you've got like a a water yeah, yeah, bottle yeah, and then yeah. a whiskey so, bottle yeah so that one that's why like that was like really cool and like uh, I don't think I could come up with something as that's good as what they did like yeah because um, when I explained the song to them as well, and obviously they've just incorporated all of that kind of thing, what's gone on with it, and it was really, really good. Especially with um, as well. Yeah, it all just kind of makes sense, like, and like, yeah, it all sort of fit into place as it goes forward kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, so um, we've just, I mean, because it's quick draw, so it's going to be sort of on that sort of Western vibe. That's the kind of, with this sort of EP, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of kept it simple. It's just I don't know. I'll send you it. See what you think. <laughs> you I'm get excited. some exclusives. But I'm excited now for it. Yeah, I mean the artwork. I'm not 100. percent It's not settled, but yeah, the name's settled. The songs are settled. So it's all slowly coming in, coming in. One of the things I wanted to talk. The reason I ask about artwork is because I want to talk about the art that's behind you. Oh, okay. <laughs> the so, wolf. so we're talking on FaceTime right now. And I can see just behind Stevie, and there's a like a portrait of a wolf that's walking through the snow, and it looks really smart. It looks really. It just shows like a, you know how they say, um, oh, what is it? There's something that that describes you as a person, like a pet. You know, if 
a pet looks like its owner. Mm-hmm. Now the wolf reminds me of your kind of like spirit, especially with like down by the river. You know, it's that free, that free lone ranger kind of thing. Yeah, you don't, that's just me. Yeah, you don't need to be held up by anybody. You can go out nope. on your own. And... Always been the lone wolf, mate. Yeah, but yeah, like I know you're going to say there, the wolf's my spirit animal. It's just been connected with me. Like to feel, I don't know, something about it just makes me feel good. And like I used to like sort of work with um, some animals as well. Um, uh, it's called the exotic pet refuge so it's not like a zoo but um they basically just look, look after the exotic animals kind of thing and these people donate to them things like that and so they had two canadian timber wolves and I, I heard about it and i was like this place is near my house I, was like, I need to work here so i started like going started chatting to the geese and then i got to become a volunteer had to like work my way through the animals kind of thing you started off just picking up the shit and all of that lot but then few weeks in i was in the enclosures with the wolves i was getting kisses from them i was loving it but it's all good that must be that must be a weird thing you know obviously knowing you love the you love the animal mm-hmm. and then being able to actually approach them and get kisses from them i can't imagine yeah, being like, kissed by a wolf full on they're big and chunky and strong like and yeah just like full on like i've got a good picture of it as well like i might be able to i don't know if you can see through the screen So I have got it somewhere. I don't know. I have to, oh, here we go. So I don't know if you can. Where are we? Yeah, I can see that. Oh, wow. So the size of it kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it is a little bit, <clears throat> a little bit kind of like intimidating because you know what they can do to you. But it's about, I don't know. It's the same with any dog. If, if like, as long as it's not a crazy dog coming running at you, it's about how you control yourself on the inside. And it's like, to me, with dogs, canines, I feel like I'm connected to them. Like, I can just get in their head and it's weird. I've just, but I'm like a, like a spiritual person, if you know what I mean. So it's like, well, yeah, I, it's just. I always think that as well, because I can approach pretty much any pet and 19 times out of 20, you know, I'll be loved You're by You're fine, yeah. You know, there's there's always the odd one that's a bit... Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I can pretty much go to many animals and very yeah. rarely I'll have something bad happen. I mean, I'll get bitten all the time because that's what happens, you know, animals bite. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I get a bit too cocky, confident with dogs. Like, yeah. even so, some dogs I've just met, I'll be whacking biscuits in my mouth and I'll be like, because I'll just show them that I trust them and they won't bite me. They just literally nibble on it to take it off. So it's yeah. like... Yeah, I'm just a bit too confident, I think, with dogs. But I love them, like, even, like, I've got a cat now, so I never really, like, was a cat person. But when I sort of, like, moved in by myself kind of thing, you can't really get a dog, it's a bit hard. It's perfect if you're by now all the time. But, um, yeah. So I've got the cat, so but I treat the cat like a dog, and I've got, like, a connection with her now kind of thing. So it's just, like... So I think, yeah, it made me think, like, it's not maybe the... It's not the type of, like, animal. It's just, yeah, I think it's just spiritual, that's all it is. Well, that's it, I mean... You know, you look at terms of like reincarnation, how, you know, your soul goes up and then it comes down. You can be anything, you know, any animal, any kind of living mm-hmm. organism you could be. So it just shows that kind of concept shows that we're all yeah. pretty much the same. Yes. It's even like, um, so, uh, I don't know, obviously I don't know full on facts of it, but like with the native, um, native Americans and stuff like that, they would like worship the different animals and totems and things like that. So it's like, 
I think with the wolves, they learned about that hierarchy, about like the family itself. They watched the wolf pack and they realized all of this and what they do, different roles, different jobs. Yeah. This is what their person's doing. And they sort of learned the way of life sort of through that way. I think, yeah, I just, I just like the whole, for me, it's just put me outdoors. That's the best thing. That's where I'm the happiest. Like, yeah. put me, like, I always say to people, like, put me in the middle of nowhere with a backpack and I'm coming out smiling. Like, <laughs> it's like what you said at the start, you know, with the fishing, camping, hiking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, straight away you get that, you know, not, not, people always confuse being a lone wolf with being lonely or being a loner. You know, it's too. Yeah, to me, it's independent. Yeah. Exactly. I choose to be it, like, but I think I get that from my mum because, like, when we used to, like, all the family at home, me and my mum could be in the house all day and we would see each other. And yeah. then, like, my dad could come home from work and he's just like, like, where am I? And she's like, I don't know. And like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, because my mum's the same. Like, nothing's wrong with us. We just, we don't need to be constantly, I don't know. That's just the way we are. Yeah, it's been smothered. And not many people like being, you know, mollycoddled and micromanaged. Mm-hmm. And we just like to have our own our own say in life yeah. I think yeah and it's just like you need to do stuff it's just all on you you're not you don't need to rely on someone people might not let you down do you know what I mean it's just what are you capable of doing by yourself and like that's the way I see it because yeah. then if you do then if you are with a team you're with like you're with the wolf pack whatever you're going to be even better do you know what I mean so if yeah. you're if you can you can sort yourself out by yourself you're going to be fine when you're with people do you know what I mean so exactly. that's the way I see it but yeah I love it like survival I've done like a survival course as well. I did that like I did all this before the music, if you know what I mean. So it was like I, I was country before I was doing the music, and then that's just sort of the, the end of the piece, if you know what I mean. Like it made sense now. My whole life, why I've been like this is probably leading up to this part, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I did like a survival course as well. They basically throughout the week they'll teach you just little bits here and there, and then um, they'll take like a piece piece of your kit away from you. So like. They'll take like a sleeping bag, things like that. But they've on that day they've taught you how to do something naturally with it. So by the end of the week, you then get chucked in the middle of the woods. You get um, a Mars bar, a knife, and a water bottle. Uh, you've got three layers of clothing. You allow them, they check you and everything like that. How many layers you got on? <laughs> um, and then basically, yeah, you're in the middle of the woods, isolated by yourself, thirty hours. You got to survive on it. So, yeah. then, like, so what I was doing that, there was like some ex army people doing it, some like some armed forces people doing it different types and like it was a holiday for me if you know what i mean like, i was just chilling like i was just like yeah this is fine that's like, awesome yeah yeah can you remember where it was you know um it was yeah uh true way survival um uh lofty wiseman was i think the creator of of it all um and i think it was up near cumbria i think yeah uh, yeah i think that's like i've never been to scotland but that's like cumbria that's like borderline i think england scotland i think at the top that's the furthest north I've been. Uh, I, yeah, when I went on that fishing trip, I was saying earlier, I think that's the furthest north I've been. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on the just south south of um, Carlisle. <coughs> yeah, Carlisle. Yeah, so it is near there as well. Because I think I stayed. Um, I think it was the night before the sort of course. I stayed at some like it was like a truck stop or something like that. It was like a petrol station, but it looked all like looked like something from a horror movie kind of thing. Yeah. And I just had like a, a room in there. Like I looked at the bed and I was just like, I'm just going to sleep in my sleeping bag. I'm not even going to get in the, the hotel bed kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, I'd rather sleep out in the, like the dirt than in that place. <laughs> but, Bloody hell! You've been through it all. You've tried everything. Yeah. Um, I've been to the Arctic. That's not something what everybody does. Bloody hell! What? <laughs> why? What? What? What was? Why do you want to go there? Um, 
Same again. So yeah, it was that was yeah, that was I was twenty three. It was just basically I just wanted to do something and again it's like I'm quite you don't know what I'm gonna do if you know what I mean. I'm sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah, it was just again the outdoors, the animals, it was all about lot. Um and then sort of just like looked into it and then I like I wanted to do some dog sledding as well. Um so yes, yeah, so then I think I said to my sister, it was like in January or something like that. I said to her, like, I'm gonna go to the Arctic. And I think she just like looked at me and was just like, like and then about two weeks later, I had everything planned, didn't it? Like everything was ready. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to the Arctic. And she, were, at first people were just like, What the fuck in it? Like, what are you doing? But yeah. but yeah, so basically what I did was um it was all solo as well, did it by myself. Um, so I flew over to Sweden, spent some time. I just basically just went travelling sort of kind of thing. So just living out of a backpack. Um, spent some time like in Stockholm to start with and then sort of like just made my way north to, through Sweden really. And then uh, it was Karuna, I think the main place was. And then when we got to there, or when I got to there, sorry, it was like... Um, went to the dog kennels and that's when you meet other people who like just a couple of solo travelers also wanting to do stuff as well there's like a couple there was a south african couple um it's the first time they've ever seen snow so the first time they've seen snow they go to the arctic it was like minus 30 yeah like and that was crazy for them yeah because they i was like i wore like layers but they was wearing like four times what i was probably doing kind of thing like they saw me taking some like layers off sometimes and they thought i was mad but um yeah, did that. Went, went like saw saw the uh, Northern Lights. The uh, it was difficult to say the Aurora Bora Alice, is it called? Yeah, Aurora Borealis. Um, yeah, see them. Tried to take a photograph of it, but uh, I'm not really a cameraman, so I didn't realise <laughs> you can't do it on your phone. Like you have to have the proper decent cameras for that kind of thing. Um, but that was nice. Um, met some like tribe people out there as well. Called uh, I think the Sami tribe. They kind of like specialise um, in all reindeer and all of that lot. So they'll basically just live off the reindeer herding them and sort of like some of them get like uh the furs used for all of that lots some of them get eaten um bit of mixture of stuff i ate a reindeer that's quite nice um yeah i came back uh told my niece i said i ate a reindeer she goes you better not rudolph it's first people think of especially kids yeah so yeah that's some reindeer and moose out there as well that's some good meat what's that Um, what's um reindeer meat like to be honest, it's so long ago, I can't even remember now. I've eaten so much since then. Like, but I liked it. It was good. And I remember eating it at the time. Like, It's like a tender, real nice meat, if you know what I mean. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know, like... Um, Imagine it's like venison kind of thing. Like, yeah, well, it, yeah, it pretty much is kind of thing, if you like, because it's the same sort of on the lines. But it was just real nice. I don't know if it's because I like where I was or what it was, but it was like a real good meal, like cooked by these people as well. It was quite simple. It was just literally meat and some potatoes. That's all it was, like... But. That's all you need, though. You know, a bit of yeah. protein, a bit of carbs. And, mm-hmm. you know, You're good to go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is there all in the um, that you'd want to, like, repeat? Yeah, I'd definitely go again there. Like, well, I, I went back to Sweden again, like, but not, I went in sort of a different sort of, um, a different part this time I went to. And it was sort of different. I think I went in spring. Uh, so that was about May, I think, the second time I went. Whereas before was the winter. I wanted to experience, like, pretty light sort of cold winter there was like igloos and stuff when i went there yeah um but yeah then actually um went back uh i can't remember a few years back now but i went back again and then that way this is where i went like 
basically how I figured this one out, I just looked on Google Earth and was like looking around and I was just like, right, this spot here. And then I was like, I basically figured out my trip, fly to this place, a couple of trains here, get out in the wild. There's a river there. I'm just going to follow this river. So the river is kind of like a highway, if you know what I mean. If I get lost following a river, you just turn 180 and walk back. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that was the sort of plan. Checked on, like, hopefully Google Earth is up to date and this river ain't so fucking changed and shit. <laughs> but thought, right, if I find this river, it's literally just, that's, that's the sort of highway, if you know what I mean. So that was the plan. And then, like, yeah, I just went and did that. Just me in the backpack. Just went walking down this river, camping. Um, that one, it was a bit different, though. So before, because I was kind of, like, eventually ended up with, like, a little crew. We had the dogs. We was going from cabin to cabin. We was, like, sort of sledding for, like, about maybe like six to seven hours kind of thing throughout the day then we'll go to the next cabin and we'll just like stay there cut the wood feed the dogs you're doing all the sort of the outdoor stuff yeah um dead saunas as well which is quite cool like proper old school sort of sauna so it's just nice to chill out sort of like that's so it's minus 30 but you're just chilling in the sauna right? yeah it's like when you um, see people in these hot mud you know these mud springs yeah and the, you know the next to the geysers obviously not in the geysers because geysers are you know they're beyond hot Mm-hmm. but um yeah you see them all you know getting in these nice warm baths that are in the middle especially in like iceland you know reykjavik yeah i mean it's like um as well so like with the tribe they said they were telling us something i can't remember the full story but they did something about like a challenge in, in that sort of the tribe thing where you'll be in the sauna you come out and you jump into the freezing lakes and things like that so they was telling the story and later on, we were all in the sauna, and then it got brought up, and I'm like, I got an adrenaline rush, and I was just like, fucking, I can do this. So we had no lake, but I was just like, yeah, I can do that. I can go from hot sauna to the cold. I'll be fine. So then I ended up, adrenaline rush, I'm in, I don't know how hot the sauna was, but I come out the door, I've got no clothes on, I'm just head first into like six, seven foot worth of snow, rolling around, you can't see me, just get back up. The only way to describe it then, your body is just throbbing like this, because like, yeah. complete difference, but um I didn't realise afterwards, though, because someone says, like, apparently you can you can actually die from doing that. You can actually put your body into, like, a into shock or something like that too much. But at the same time, I'm thinking, yeah, but it was kind of like a challenge. At least I know my body can take that. So, yeah. But, yeah but. I wouldn't recommend doing it again, though. <laughs> <laughs> Young and dumb, isn't it? What's the most dangerous thing you've done, then? I don't know, mate. <laughs> In what sort of sense, isn't it? Like... <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been lucky a few times with stuff. Like, I've had half my face cut up, chipped a tooth, back of my head split open. Um, yeah, I mean... What happened when you got your face cut up? Oh, um, with that, I just hit the floor. So it was just all of that side, it's all cut up. So nothing nothing really crazy with that. But, I don't know, danger-wise, I mean... I mean, kissing a wolf. It depends what you're talking, isn't it? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, that's it. I mean, kissing a wolf for me would be dangerous, but <laughs> kissing you, a wolf, like... <laughs> rolling around naked in minus thirty. Um, I don't know. Like, I've had a few few sleepovers at the police station and stuff, but, but not like. <laughs> what happened yeah. there? Why can't you tell us? <laughs> um, what did I say on the report? Um, <laughs> what did I tell them? Um, just like scrapping, and then. Um, some other stuff a couple of times in it but nothing nothing uh no convictions in it like yeah just just, just sleepovers that's it i mean like you say young and dumb what can you can you tell us anything about this new album this new ep um 
anything at all. I'm really, I'm excited to hear about it. I don't know what to say. I mean, okay, so the tone of it, it is going to be, um, it's not going to be similar. I don't know why Siri just jumped up there. I didn't even say Siri, did I? <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, so it's not, it's, it's more of the, the deeper side of what I was sort of like referring to earlier on. Um, yeah, I mean, the songs, I mean, I've played the songs on live stream, so it's not like mm-hmm. they are completely, brand new, brand new. yeah, so, but it's just nobody's heard them because they are going to be like sort of, again, Andy, um, he's done the sessions pair again on it, so there's going to be drums, there's going to be some bass, there's going to be some lead guitar. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I don't know, when I sort of listen to it, it's just, it's just nice just to sit back, like whack your headphones on, shut your eyes or whatever, and just, just get into it, get into the imagination, just like open up. That's yeah. the best way to do it, I would say. And hopefully you get a good Western vibe from it. You get the stories I'm trying to tell sort of going. I'm looking yeah. forward. So, <laughs> have you, you haven't got a, an actual official release date then? Uh, not at the moment, so sort of like I've had had the idea for a while. I was sort of sort of torn between like what do I do? Just sort of just like check out all these songs I've got, and, like let people because that's the end of the day. That's what you do anyway. Like down yeah. the further down the line, that's the whole point is to get people listening to your song. So it's like exactly do I sort of go through this normal procedure of the release and everything like that, or do I just check them out? Like still between that, so I thought with it doing it you can you can do it singles you can do EPs you can do a full album you can do it those different ways so I thought right if I do it with this I'll do an EP then I've got other songs as well they're ready so then once that sort of goes on this can come out or I can even do close together do you know what I mean it gives you different options but yeah. I think with this as well because I, I, I like the name the quick draw EP I think it just, just rolls up the tongue quite nicely and um, so I think that one as well we're calling it quick draw it has to be around that sort of vibe of the song, you get yeah. me? So I think they have to be the sort of the Western sort of songs that I do. Um, okay, so there's yeah. four tracks. Have you already got the track listing sorted? Like what's one, two, three, and four? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Basically, it's like one, it'll go like one, then two. Like that's the way you should listen to it. Yeah. Or, well, like so... That's the best way to explain it. So they're all four, four, all four songs are the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. like the same. They've got that Western vibe. Yeah. But like, if you listen to like say one and two back to back, it's kind of about the same uh, character story thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the other two. So basically, it doesn't matter how you listen to it as long as you listen to like one and two together or one, three and three, four. four. Yeah. So and then the other two, they're kind of linked. And then if you put them together, they're still. It still works as all four, yeah. So, but yeah, so, but you wouldn't, you can listen to it different, but you ain't going to get the same vibe. Like, yeah. So, but that's, that's the plan. It's hard to sort of say it without giving too much, too away. much away. Yeah. I mean, but at the same of... time, I feel like just, just saying it as well, like, why is it always, always secrets? And... <laughs> no, no, I totally get it. Cause you add, you, the main thing is to add suspense as well and get people mm-hmm. intrigued and to want to buy the al- EP or album. Now, a yeah. lot of people, when they're doing EPs or albums, that's the reason why I asked that question, is because they either have a storyline throughout mm-hmm. or have little stories that kind of add together. Yeah, or sometimes little it's piece just, them. yeah. Or sometimes it's just, you know, four or five or 12 random tracks. Yeah, like a clip, just like, yeah, here's my songs, whack them on, like. Yeah. So I think, if I, yeah, so um, the idea was kind of, if I was, was going to do for a full, like a full album, it was basically going to be like, 
uh, like two or three EPs yeah. blended together. So then they would kind of be the album kind of be split anyway, if you get me. So then I thought, should I put them out all together or should I just do it separately? But yeah, yeah, we'll go separately because then it's different artwork as well. Because the artwork can give you the different vibe. Like cause if you're listening to a song and you're looking at the image, it kind of helps with what you're listening to, kind of thing. So sometimes it is sort of like better to have a different sort of picture for a different song. But all right, well, if you want yeah. to send me it tonight, I'll have a listen mm-hmm. through. And I'll yeah. send you like a couple of descriptive words of what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The album reminds me of. Okay. I'm just so what I'll do, it. like, yeah, I'll send it how it is at the moment. Yeah. Um, there's one song obviously that's still in the mixing stage, but that's fine. You oh, can yeah. still listen to that. I'm cool with that. But yeah, I'll send you, and then yeah, you give me your reaction back. <laughs> I love to. And then what I'll do is I won't review it with these four, but when you've mm-hmm. got the complete everything complete, you so, yeah, I'll then sweet. review that instead. Yeah, that sounds decent. I'm just going to have uh, images of wolves in my mind now, though. That's the issue. <laughs> See, that's like, as well, it's like, um, sometimes, like, with singing, how, so I'm quite a logical person, just, just I'm quite, you give me a problem and I'll figure it out. But yeah. Just do it simple, if you know what I mean. So, if you actually just think about singing itself, it's, it, everyone can sing. I don't care who you are, you can sing. Everyone can, do you know what I mean? If you can scream, that's holding a note. So, you've done something on the lines of singing. So, you yeah. just need to learn and train to do it and then it's all just about your own tone itself kind of thing um but yeah so like i was laughing um so it's like i thought about album names and i thought like so the way i sing i'm either growling that's the deeper side where i'm a bit like slower kind of that's the way it is or if i'm doing it like the down by the river that's the howling kind of sign so yeah so um the start of uh down by the river i just sort of like in my head, like, I'm quite, like, I have imagination with stuff and I'm quite, like, I can visualise it. Yeah. So it's like I kind of thought, like, of a silhouette just sort of walking and as I thought the wolf would howl back, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. probably, like, the moon's behind him, the fucking, the yeah. mist or whatever like that. And, yeah, it's had that sort of vibe of it. But, yeah, like, the wolf sings, the wolf howls. So. That's awesome. That's <laughs> See, that's the way I like people to view everything really is using you know yeah. just using a bit of imagination using that kind of you know the similarities or you know trying to tie things mm-hmm. together and you know we've all got an imagination we've all got things yeah. that go through our minds it's just some people think of it in different ways you mm-hmm. know it's like when you mentioned there the wolf walking over like a I, the way and when you were talking about it then i just had a picture of a black wolf like a inky yeah. blue like a <clears throat> violety blue sky a couple mm-hmm. of dots of stars and a full moon well, it's it's a full moon, but it's like half a moon because it's being yeah. cut by the hill. And as it walks up, you know, that's when you see the, yeah. the silhouette of a wolf house. I think a lot of, um, <clears throat> yeah, a lot of the songs, it's like as soon as sometimes I can do a few, few of the chords, few of the notes, or I can say a few of the lines, and it's just like the vibe hits me of that song. And it's like, yeah, yeah, straight away, I know exactly what's going on with it. But And that's what I, I don't know, music, it's just, yeah, to me it's just feeling, I think. So that's what it all comes down to at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, I love the whole with me. I'm quite um so I remember as a kid I used to write stories like I don't know my mum says she's got some like somewhere, but I'm about five, six years old, I have no idea what I'm writing about, but apparently I used to just scribble loads of crap on papers and it but there'll be long stories and I don't know if it made sense, but I mean looking back now, everything kind of makes does make sense if you get me like sort of things like um like how I enjoyed music, but I didn't even like realise I could have done music if you get me with that. So but yeah, so looking back, I was like writing stories back then and stuff. So it's just like I've always had that imagination, that creation sort of thing. Um, 
and then yeah and then like now it's all just getting put put to use so it's like i always sort of said um i reckon i could write a song kind of thing but never tried yeah and then um when i decided to it literally was i said to myself you're gonna write a song and i wrote about four and i've, I've never done anything with music before i don't know yeah. like like i don't know if i'm following music rules or like i'm just learning the words as i go along like with uh, certain terminology in music and stuff like I mean, yeah. it's like we were saying earlier, you know, there's guidelines with like songwriting or, you know, whatever you do in a certain types of industry, but mm-hmm. why stick to it? I mean, it's like... I, I, don't, even know, I don't even know the, the guidelines of songwriting. I don't even know the rules of songwriting. I just know what I know if you get me. So it's just like... The thing is, I, yeah. I, I completely get you. I mean, I, when I first started doing this show, you know, I started looking at like YouTube videos and, you know, how to like best present or best how mm-hmm. to run a show and watched like the first one it was like why am i even yeah. watching this you know i'll just do it however i want I'll, yeah just I'll yeah just make it up as i go along and if i get better mm-hmm. i get better if i get worse then obviously i need to look at some of it yeah but just throw yourself in and then just see where I mean, you yeah and the way i see it i mean i've never been booed no one's ever chucked anything at me like <laughs> so yeah. i mean so even if they were to chuck things at you, you know, if it's like tomatoes or lettuces or all like that you know stereotypical <laughs> yeah food for night as well that's true that's true (laughs) get your basket out that's it basket out more more money for whiskey Mm -hmm. what's your go-to whiskey um at the moment um it's jack daniel's honey um as i've as i'm getting older i don't know if i'm turning into a girl or what but it's just like my drink is starting to get sweeter and it weren't recently it's only like I started to notice it's like when I'm drinking whiskey now, I'm going for the honey. Whereas before it would just be just straight JD. Do you know what I mean? Now yeah. I'm adding a bit of honey to it. And then it's like even like a beer sometimes, I'd just like to little, give it a little top off with a shandy, with a lemonade just to get that shandy taste sort of going. Um, and then I drink uh, Guinness as well. I started putting a little bit of black currant in that. And then it, when I sat there one day, I was like, I'm a fucking woman now. Like, what the <laughs> fuck am I drinking? Like, oh, there's not wrong with that. <clears throat> I mean, I don't usually have shandies, but when I used to drink Guinness all the time, I used to have Guinness black all the time. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I don't eat a lot of sweets and chocolate. I've never been that type of person, really. So oh, maybe it's like, yeah, maybe just it's just my way. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, just like, don't drink like a lot of Coke, a lot of fizzy stuff. I mean, like, yeah, chocolate. I have like a little binge occasionally, but I've never been a massive sweet person. So maybe it's like when I'm drinking, that's when I get my little sweet, my sugar intake, if you know what I mean. So Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, though, the difference, I mean, I, I eat shit ton of sweets. I mean, I just got being given this a couple of days ago and I've about halfway. Yeah. Basically, what, I've got, what, what I'm holding in my hand right now is like a, a tub of jelly beans and it's like a cheap thing from, I think it's Home Bargains or B&M. And there's 17 different flavours and whilst we've been talking, I've just been casually just picking one or two and next thing you know, I've eaten like 40 of them. I can't help it. It's, smash, isn't it? <laughs> See, I'm like that mints. I mean, you give me a pack of mints, I'll smash them. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, I can't just have one mint, I'll take the whole pack, like, I don't know what it is. That's me with jelly, be- uh, jelly beans. It's not the jelly bellies, it's just a bog standard, like, finny you just, yeah. things. I need to put them away, actually. <laughs> but yeah. Um, them. Stuff like that, you know, it's like savoury stuff, I can limit myself and like drink you know i don't go in excess you know i'll have one or two mm-hmm. and then i can say you know what i'm fine things like fucking jelly sweets i'm scoffing on it down. <laughs> i can't help it well but what's uh what's your favorite sort of like christmas chocolate type of thing do you know like the chocolate that comes around at christmas time I, my favorite christmas chocolate that i'd normally have at christmas isn't a christmas chocolate it's after eight 
Okay. They're my mum's favourite, they are. She likes them. See, now you call me a woman. <laughs> you call me a sissy <laughs> now, aren't you? I, like, I think that's what, that's what the podcast turned into now, isn't it? Like, we're going to do each other's nails soon. You come and plait my hair if you I'll want. <laughs> that was going to be one of my questions earlier. It's like, how long have you started? What, you want to plait my hair? Jesus, oh, bro. How do you know? We've only just met. <laughs> I, I'll come round later, you know. <laughs> cool. How, how, long, how long have you, um, I've seen about an hour. Yeah. Um, how long how have you been growing it? Um, it's got quite a, like, I think it's two, two and a half years. Basically how it happened, I didn't, well, didn't really plan to. It was basically to, um, like, on, on top, I'm going a bit thin, like, the blokes and it, that's what happened. Yeah, so I'm going a yeah. bit thin. I mean, I got, like, the worst genes from my mum and my dad. I got, like, the, 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 like, the worst of what they have, but they all put it into me, if you know what I mean. So I got the thin hair and, like, the receding hairline. Um, but, yeah, so a few years back, and, like, I just noticed it, and I was just like, fuck this, shaving it off. And for, for a year, I was just skin every week, every Friday. I just, no guy, just clean my hair off. Yeah. And then just I didn't shave it one week. And then that was, like, nearly three years ago. Like, <laughs> one week, ten, so, two, ten, three yeah. years. Fair enough. So just like that. But I think, I think when it started to grow, it was just like, it was then maybe just, like, the last chance I can grow my hair out to get me. So it's just like, and I've always been kind of like a natural like just like a wild person anyway so i thought if you grow your beard out you grow your hair out you're just going to see what you're going to naturally look like if you're in the wild yeah so no, I get that's that. what yeah so i thought at least once in your lifetime you just need to grow grow your hair grow your beard just see what you look like wild so yeah see, that's just, the plan <clears throat> mine just grows into like this big circle my hair grows into like a big afro <laughs> and my beard doesn't go down or it just goes out i'll just shave just it need some taming well. just need some taming that's all it is Bit, bit of oil, you know, it's going mm. back to that nails again. Bit of oil, give it a curl. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't wash my hair often, like, I'm quite sort of naughty, greasy. Yeah. Well, I'm a clean got... person, but I'm not like, I'm not, um, I don't know. Don't, I'm they not say too you're not to, don't they say that you're not supposed to? I think so, yeah, like, your natural oils and stuff, like, that's meant to help you, I think, as well, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't sort of, yeah, I don't overly sort of wash my hair or think about it too much. Like, again, just keep it natural, wild. That's the best way to be. Might as well. Now, where can we find you on social media? Um, so, uh, Facebook um, is Stevie Daniels and the Whiskey Riders. Um, Instagram, we've got Stevie Daniels Official. And then Twitter, which I'm slowly getting, getting on that. That's just um, Stevie underscore Daniels, I think, on that one. Um, then call Spotify to search Stevie Daniels. Um, I think there's only one of me. And if there's another one, let me know and I'll go talk to him on it. <laughs> Get them to change. It's fine. <laughs> I think there's only one of me. I think the world can only handle one. So I've got three more questions for you to yep. finish off with. First one's back to your new EP. Mm-hmm. If you could choose... You ain't going to drop that, are you? <laughs> if you could choose one, two, three or four as your favourite, which one would it be? Ooh. I don't think I could say. It's hard because I like them all. Um, <laughs> What's a triple? Yeah, I mean, that's why it's an EP. I like the whole EP. Yeah. I, I couldn't answer that. Couldn't answer that because there's different aspects to different songs that I like, and once you hear it, you'll understand it as well. So, see, I like. I don't mind it when people give that answer. You know, you can say all of it, but explain yeah. why all of it. And also the mood you're in that day as well, right? Because mm-hmm. there's like um, okay, a little more, there's like a slow song and there's like a faster song. So that's obviously straight away going to give you a different feel, different vibe. So it depends on 
on yourself. But there's, yeah, I think people will enjoy it. I think it, it'll be good. Next question is a really important one, and it's, you know, what is Jaffa Cakes? Cake or biscuit? It's a cake in the biscuit aisle, isn't it? If I can try to confuse you. <laughs> it's a cake, isn't it? Is it yeah. a cake? I'd say it was, yeah. it's, not, it's not a trick question. It's not, oh, know, right. <laughs> it's not a, this is the right answer. No, right, right, right. What, what do you think it is? Yeah, I would say, yeah, it's a cake that, like, I've always been, like, well, the shop I go to, the corner shop, you get your cakes, and then you get your biscuits, and then they put the Jaffa cakes. So, yeah. what the fuck is it? Is it just, like, it's always on the end. It's like, why aren't it with the other cakes? Like, no, I understand. But, yeah, I would say, because well, it's a Jaffa cake, isn't it? So, exactly. cake. I mean, you know how I said there's no right answer? You will, you just gave the right answer. It is a cake. Right. <laughs> and finally, another important one, would you have pineapple on pizza? No, I don't think I'd eat a pineapple anyway. I mean, not really? only if I had to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think I'd eat a pineapple unless it's. What's your go-to pizza if you had one? Pizza, um, probably like tandoori chicken. I like on it. Like, I'm just meat. I'm I'm a quite a fussy eater, but I'm a simple eater. But yeah, just like some meat on it, I'm good to go. <laughs> Can't be the contradictions there. I'm a simple yeah. eater, but I'm a fussy eater. Well, like. I don't, I just eat simple stuff. That's to me, like, um, there was... Oh, uh, I'm cold. <laughs> but it's like, well, no, if you think... When I say a simple eater, it's like, I just eat simple things. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, rather than... So, yeah, yeah, I get you. It's like, <laughs> so... I don't know, like, so I'll just like to cook some chicken, but then other people, they'll have to season the chicken. They'll do this to the chicken. It'll be out in the fridge for, like, fucking three days. It'll fucking get its own workout. There's so much stuff it does. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, now nah, to cook it. It's, I'm just going to eat it. Like, to me, food is just, it's just, you put it in its fuel. Like, it all does yeah. the same thing regardless anyway. So you just, you eat it. But I think, I don't know, like, I tried other food, but it's just like, yeah, it's horrible. Baked beans, I can't eat baked beans. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a texture thing, but... I'll dip like the sauce. The sauce is cool, but I'll chew on a, like a baked bean. It's just like, no, I don't want that in my mouth. But, yeah. What's your go-to meal then? Go-to meal. Um, I mean, if, it, if it's like a death row meal, um, I would say probably my mum's lamb roast dinner. That's what I would want. Ooh. That one. That's where, yeah. Lamb's always Other weird. than that, yeah. Lamb, a lamb roast dinner. Or if that's not available, it's probably probably pizza, I would say. I'm quite, I like my pizzas. Yeah. I probably could do it quick and easy, innit? No, too much thinking about it. For roast dinner, Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There 100%. We go. Loads of gravy, mate. Loads of gravy. That's it. That's what we're doing now. If we're off <laughs> over to your mouth, we're going to get our air We're having a pamper day. We're having some dinner. Perfect. Great, innit? <laughs> Cheers for coming on, Stevie. It's great talking nah, to you. It's been great, mate. It's been good. It's been good. What have you got planned for tonight? Um, probably just chill. Um, probably got to laugh about the stuff we've talked about. and Hopefully I made a fool of myself. But oh, nah. no, you haven't. It's all good. It's good. It's a learning curve, this is, isn't it? It always <laughs> is. Thank you for coming on. And thanks for everybody for listening. I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Cheers, guys. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.